Yeah, man. Welcome to the um the R and R podcast. Um, you're joined by your boy RK. I've got some special guests this evening. So yeah, man. Um, I want to get around to introductions and that get me. Uh, so what I want everyone to do is basically we're gonna go around. I just want everyone to first of all just say their name, um, and then secondly. Describe your sound as a producer, like what your vibe is, um, production-wise. And then a bit of a curveball question for the third one is basically um, name a project, album, you know, EP or whatever. Um, one project that you listen to and it completely sort of changed your life and really just empowered you as a producer to do what you, what you do today. He wants to go first. I'll go quickly. Because I feel like when it comes to production, I'm I'm the least experienced in this chat. Bruv, you're a producer, cuz it don't matter. So I feel like um Yeah, but I feel like um you might have years on me and it's important it's important to highlight that the fact that um I'm still learning and working on my sound. Mm. So it's like my sound is still taking it's still in the earlier stages of progression. So um yeah, man. I'd, enough, yeah, man. I'd say my beats are more like sample-based, soulful hip-hop um, with a lot of electronic influences as, as well. Um, inspired by the likes of... To be honest, I'm inspired by the people I know, man. Because if it weren't for people like Oddboy, Lowu, uh, mm. RK, Inter... I wouldn't really be producing the way I am now. Uh, TSB, I wouldn't really be producing. Um, so I feel like they inspired me to get mm. on it, be get a sound that I kind of resonate with and feel. That's what I'm, I'm about when it comes to beats, man. Like really feeling the beat. Um, so mm. yeah, sample based, keys, six sounds, um, dope drums, still Jeez. trying to work on my drums. I'd say the the music or the album that I heard that I thought that I thought, hmm, yeah, this is sick. This inspires me. Is obviously Donuts J Diller. That's a bait one. That goes without Come saying, on. to be honest. That goes without saying, but I just thought I had to slip it in there. Uh Fly Lotus. Um You're Dead. Yeah, yeah. What's the what's the what's the grey? There's a grey one. There's one with a grey cover. Um Cosmogramma, yes, yes, yes. I like the wild kind of aspect of it. I like the crazy, chaotic, yeah, kind of yeah. characteristic that, yeah. that. And I'm also inspired by like mm, what, mm, what's happening mm. in the UK right now, man. So what me and Lowe are doing is very Trust. inspiring. Um, Ayo, what Ayo makes like for S NSG, what Toby TSB makes for all the artists he's worked. I'm really inspired by what's happening. So mm. the UK is definitely a big influence to that as well, man. Loving it right now, bros. Six, six, six. Also, bro, what's your oh, name, bro? Stay your name, name Gag. Stop. Know. Damn, I'm dips, man. Stay your D name, Kurt. Yes. I'm an artist first, but you know. <laughs> Just on, let me jump on the, on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, man. Thanks, bro. Who's next, man? He wants to go to. Uh, I might as well go to next, though. Uh, this is Lowu. Lowu Sounds. 
Yeah, yeah, all of that. Um, yeah, so what? The project Come on. that inspired me, I would say, Flying Lotus um, Until the Quiet Comes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. That one changed Yo, everything that, for me. Is that the one so, with like, the crazy, like... That one changed everything. Metallic I don't know, like, looking cover. Just, yeah. uh, it, was, it was mad because it was, it was very jazzy and experimental and electronic mm. and like so much of it was mm. like so off kilter and the rhythms was so hard to catch and like um, some of the tunes I'm like searching where's the one and I'm like do you know what I'm saying it, it kind of forced me to like study the music a little bit more and just how you right. sounds and textures and mm. ambience and how each um, each mm. track kind of like seamlessly like, uh, like went into the next track and do you know what I'm saying it's all, yeah, man. Like I, I remember after I listened to that, I just started using synths differently. I started like looking into sound design a little bit more. Um, so that one definitely influenced my production in terms of my sound. Boy, my sound is is, yeah. is a bit of everything, man. A bit of everything I've been influenced by over the years. Um, there's definitely mm. elements of grime in there, UK garage. And just just British 100%. sounds, UK sounds, yep. but also yep. got some soul there, some jazz as well, um, mm. some African mm. sounds, some Fuji. Do you know what I'm saying? I like to kind of yeah. grab Jeez. and just kind of reach everything and just kind of put it all in in my stuff. Elements of of, and just, of yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, man. That's that's a bit of me still. Cheers. Local sounds on the set. Now, one one thing I love about one thing I love about Loeb is that he proper like pushes the UK sound like hard. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? And it's just massive respect for that. But still, adding in that soulful That's element it. is it's so unique, man. So, bro, nah, nah, we appreciate your love, man. Still. Man, like yo, MG, <laughs> way back. Uh, talk to some the people. people. May know me as Marvelous G, the rapper. But then, but of recent, I've. I've more or less gone with the producer pseudonym Layback Four. Um What influenced me? Well, yeesh. It's mad, you know, because it's mad because before everything, I learned how to play the cello and then I learned classical piano, like going through all the grades from a jazz pianist. Oh bro, mad. And then um after that. I then stumbled across Ninth Wonder and then Ninth Wonder and Dilla basically just changed everything for me. So if from Ninth, we're talking The Wonder Years and Zion 2, I think it is. Zion 2. And then, um, you know, Pete Rock, CL mm. Smooth, a lot, mm. a, a, lot of the, a, lot, a lot of the old school hip hop, you know, EPMD, Ultra Magnetic mm. MCs, um, um, Cool Keith and stuff like that that's how I understood how to sample. Um, listening, like, you know, just studying Ninth Wonder, studying Kanye West mm. uh, was where I first figured out, mm. you know, how to sample, what what to chop, um, what elements I should be looking for, you know, um, the background music, stuff mm. that I can use behind the verse or use behind the chorus, use for an instrument, use for like an interlude and stuff. And then I just flipped it. But then, then I stumbled across Terrace Martin, Free Called Fold. Randomly, I was just downloading random albums just based oh on based on the, on the artwork and I stumbled yeah. across Free Called Fold 
And then from Free Called Fold, RK, obviously, Slick Vic and Intellect, Love it that. motivated me more to use more piano. Seeing as though I already know how to play keys and my piano theory is, you know, more or less more than average. So I thought, let me now um, switch things up. Um, my sound, yeesh, my sound is, my sound is laid back, you know, no, n- no pun intended. Laid um, back. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> That's hard. That's hard. I love that. Definitely, <laughs> definitely that smooth groove. Definitely mm. that melodic, that melodic type mm. of hypnotic trance where for some, for some strange reason, mm. I always say to people that you will get a, a much more nostalgic feeling if you listen to my instrumentals in the nighttime than the normal daytime. It's weird. I can't, I can't describe it. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Mm. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That's sick, man. Nah, bro, I love, I love how you've now started to kind of like incorporate sampling and keys as well. That's, that's cold. Respect, man. That's cold, man. So now, and I guess lastly, but not least, I'm finna introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, man. My name's RK, uh, producer, musician, composer. Cheers. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> and I guess in terms of, um, I'll start with with sound. Um, yeah, I, I describe my sound as kind of like um, the foundations are very much hip hop. Um, you know, with a with a sprinkle of soul, as it were. Um, but also, I draw huge influences from music outside of like the um, the obvious kind of you know world music, like Afro-Cuban Latin music. The chords from that jazz, you know, jazz music as well. So I draw upon these influences. I love, I also love film music as well. So a lot of um, the stuff I create, I love to create sort of like a soundscape where, you know, there's, there's sounds in there that musically, they're not even playing notes, but they're just creating yes. that vibe. And I love, I love creating that in my music, you know, creating that vibe, uh, you know, creating that cinematic kind of um, yeah. feeling with, with the music. And then, you know, working alongside lyricists, singers, or whatever, um, to, I guess, further push the vibe. But, um, you know, where this all started for me, I guess, in terms of being able to understand that, uh, project-wise, was definitely um, uh, Fantastic Volume 2, <laughs> Slum Village, Yeah, 2 you, 4 you, bro. Ray. Two, three, all, all of them, all, like, I remember my, actually, I'll, I'll never forget that day when, my boy Jarvis actually shout out to Jarvis. Um, we went to a sitcom together. Like he knew that I was like a music head, and he was just like, "Bro, you need to listen to this song called Players by some Play. guy. Uh, by by um, yes, listen <laughs> by um by a group called Slum Village." And I was like, "I've never heard of them. I heard of them before." Like you know, he's like, "Yeah, they're old school group, whatever." And there's this guy called Dilla in the group who's sick. Check him out, bruv. From when I heard that song. Like it completely changed the way I make music. Because prior to that, yeah, I was really, I was really feeding off people like Pharrell, Timberlands. And if you were to listen to my old, 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 old beats, like it was quite straight, mm. like in terms of the drums. But when I heard like the fact that Dilla was still using like synthesis and that, but the way he was programming his drums was very human. It was just like, what that swing. is this? Like, this mm-hmm, is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like using... Yeah, like, and what's mad is is that, like, I was hearing stuff and I was just like, you know, what chords was he playing? But then I clocked that 
So was using samples, which made it even more mad. And I was just like, this guy is, is insane. Yeah. So um, it started from there. And then obviously, you know, you start to, I then started to find out about, you know, the Glaspers and other people, uh, you know, Terrace Martin, like MG said, um, you know, a few other folks as well. James Poizar, um, start to dig D'Angelo stuff and like Oof. looking into the people that wrote these these songs, you know? So um yeah, man, that's that's really it, to be fair. But um it's been it's it's been such a, an amazing journey, man. Just you know, digging further and finding new I'm always finding new Dilla stuff like all the time. Same. It's wild. It's it's crazy. But yeah, man. So um thanks gents for for you know introducing yourselves and giving us a bit of context around like you know who you are, like your sound, and like what's kind of influenced you and in that. So, um, obviously, given where we are in the world and whatnot, um, in terms of this pandemic, first of all, how are we all? But secondly, um, you know, how has this period affected your your output as pr- producers? How has it affected your productivity? It would be interesting just to kind of just understand from a produce, producer perspective, like how how has this period affected you? Well, he wants to go first, man. Uh, for me, I'll go first. Um, I remember when, yeah, when lockdown first hit, I was active. I was mm. every day I'm making something and I'm just, I'm <laughs> slapping out the beats. I'm, do you get me? Um, as time went on, yeah, I don't know, the motivation yeah. kind of started to dwindle a little bit. And then there became, there was like a period mm. where oh, bro, I couldn't open my laptop. Bro. I just couldn't like <laughs> the motivation to sit down in front of the <laughs> FO and make a tune. I don't know. It just wasn't there. Um, and I think that's very much mm. because I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't really experiencing anything new. I was just at home, innit? I wasn't anything really much to inspire exactly. me kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I feel off a lot of like, mm. I don't know. I get inspired like, random stuff. I might hear like a melody or something. Or, like, I might hear something. Like, oh, I want a sample. Just when I'm out, out and about or do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Or I feel like, oh, let me record this like this atmosphere just kind of get the, the ambient sounds i can use that and i can inspire a mm. tune or whatever but mm. if i'm just at home i don't know i wasn't really feeling it um so i had to kind of find ways to to like i don't know to inject that mm. that inspiration yeah back into me do you know what i mean so um, what i did was i started like um playing around with like film scoring and scoring like scenes of films that i like sick like you mentioned earlier wow. about the whole cinematic thing, I'm similar in that aspect. And I think that helped kind of just restart creativity. And um, yeah, man. Mm. So from there, I just, I'm, I'm back on it now. So would you say like, it sounds like almost this period allowed you to like, almost discover something new as well, which you wouldn't maybe have decided to do. Yeah, man. No, 100%. We weren't in a pandemic 100%, 100%. almost. 100%. Yeah. Mm. No, I hear that, man. How about you, man? How about MGN? Um, like, in the beginning, like, like how's it? Oh, I've lied to you. In the beginning, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big gamer mm. as well. So, um, mm. I said me not going into work. I was like, yes. <laughs> I flipped on that Xbox, flipped on that PS. <laughs> I was just mashing Trust it out, me. sleepless nights. And then it got to a stage where, um, I would then decide to sit down and say, okay, I want to make a beat. I load up FL. <laughs> Literally, literally, my, my brain said, <laughs> nothing, came, nothing came out. And then um, um, I said, all right, cool. Let me not try to use F4. Let me use Ableton or let me use Logic. Let me use a different DAW change of environment, even though it's got all my own drum yeah. kits anyway. 
same thing. So I thought, what's going on? But then I said, you know what? Let me not force mm. it. Because even me just t- trying to tweak old beats, I said, let me leave old beats alone. So I just started. Um, so mm. it was literally just started just randomly watching films, random films. I've got a large collection and that. And then um, I, w- I went back to playing games. And do you know what sparked it off? Um, so on my emulator, I was playing Street Fighter Alpha 2. And the intro, the intro theme of Street Fighter Alpha 2, I said, F sake, this in- <laughs> intro is so sick. I said, this is so sick. Bruv, you could, bruv, spit your so mind on the I, podcast, cuz. So I, I learned, no sensory, no I, learned I learned how to play on the keys. So I yes. learned, I learned the melody on the keys. And I said, you know what? If I do a live show, no, yeah. when I do a live show, this is going to be my intro to coming out. And then from there, I just, so from there, I just started playing around and then I was randomly looking on my phone. And then I used to like um, play melodies from from songs and stuff like that. And I just thought, you know what? Let me learn some new songs. I just started picking up random songs. Mm. And I just started learning them on the spot. Um, um, what's it called? Tony, Tony, Tony anniversary. I learned. Um, I, I fluently learned Michael Jackson's butterflies or Marsha Ambrosius butterflies because she composed it. And Big like just like, other random songs. I, I just started mashing and then I went I, I went into the scales. I went into the scales and then I just learned C C major and C minor fluently. And then from there, all of a sudden, I designed, I just randomly designed an um a project cover. And I called it Odyssey 2 and I said, Okay, cool. I've made a project cover. What am I saying? And then next thing you know, mm. I'm just zoning out on YouTube, just ironing clothes. And the first sample I heard, I said, Yep. Yeah, Let's go. I'm ready. Literally. So it was just one of those things where I've just learned over the over the months and years not to force it that sometimes it just takes that single stimulus just to spark a whole new cloud of ideas. And that's literally what it was for me. I had the worst producer block. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ralph, you know what you're saying there? Like, I feel like this period is it's kind of um it's forced us to kind of like just understand like sometimes you don't need to be pushing mm, yourself mm. you know you don't yeah, need to be yeah. pushing and trying to make a beat every single day like it's okay to kind of just just chill off man. chill and be mm. you know be present and like if if the inspiration hits you it doesn't if it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't kind of thing like you can't force it so um no that's a that's a really good point man because i feel like some people have, i feel like some people have made other people feel during this period that like if you if you don't come out of this pandemic with a, flip a bloody like, monster album, yeah. like, oh, whole serious. album like yeah, I mean, like, it's just like, come on, man. Like, this is also a very mentally draining period as well. Man. It's, you know, it's for the, for the, for the health, for, for the mental, it's mad, bruv. Like, do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. like, you got to look nah, after like, yourself. People just well. need to Definitely, take it man. easy. So, right. To be, to be fair, yeah, it's man, been good yourself, in man. that. Look after yourself. Like, I've like, I've started reading again. Yeah. I've started, I've picked up other things. Like, it, during that mm. gap, I started picking up other things. Like, so, yeah, man, it was good for the health. I was working out at home and that. It was yeah. good, man. Yeah. Started trust listening me. to new music. I discovered trust I'm a piano. Trust me, trust me. My Same. Goodness. I did as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's low key something that, that sparked a yeah, creative yeah, yeah. in me as dips. well. But yeah. Mm. No, good, good, good. Yeah, man. Brother dips. I'd say for me, obviously, for you, it must be <laughs> interesting for you because you're, you're, also, you're not only doing, do you know what I mean? Like beats and that now, you're also still obviously doing your main thing writing and whatnot so bro it's been very very interesting man as well bro. just like mg yeah i started off this whole mm. quarantine gaming like 
Government said, you got me <laughs> locked down. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. And me, I can be very introverted sometimes. So I just, I was just like, okay, I'm, I can do that. Like, what? That's nothing. Um, so straight jumped on Call of Duty, banging it out, banging it out, banging it out. Um, and then that's when I decided to challenge myself with the beats and just learn the skill of producing more. And I felt like I had to challenge myself to pick up an instrument. So I picked up the keys, man. Mm. Picked up the keys and I hit them YouTube videos where I was just looking at tunes. Yeah, man. Because like, I had no experience playing keys at all. So I was like, I'm starting from the bottom, basically. But um, I got a bit more um, experience. And I think with that, I started to enjoy it more. So I just started playing tunes that I enjoyed. Uh, Kanye West and, and T-Pain. Uh, Blame Game I played as well. Kanye John Legend, uh, just literally practicing tunes I enjoy, and I just felt like repeating, repeating myself, repeating it, repeating it, repeating it, looking for YouTube videos, tutorials. That's kind of how I managed to learn a bit of keys, enough to put some chords in a tune, help yeah. with like the samples and stuff like that. So that was that aspect of it, and then I felt like health-wise, I, I leveled up, man. Right. I was running 10K with G. Good. We hit 12K at one point. Uh, we're hitting 5Ks on a mad, calm mad, like it was mad. nothing. Doing calisthenics, going to the park, pull-ups. Yeah, push-ups, okay. all of that. 10K, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, I was doing all of that. I 10K, bought a bike, you know? cycling up and down the, the bloody city. Yeah, yeah. But I was enjoying, bro. I was enjoying, bro. Shout out to me and Shags. We had a couple, went a couple, went a couple trips, you get me? A couple of trips. Innit? <laughs> so that was sick. Yeah, man. That, uh, man. I did read a bit more as well. I uh, encouraged myself to get closer to God, no, so I was really praying good. more. Because mm. I felt like it was definitely a time of like yes. reflection and like looking at yourself, mm. like, where are you in life? Like, what is yes. going on in your life? Yes. Now that everything is on standstill, yes. what is the most important thing to you? Yep. Yes. So I felt like um, that was definitely yep. a time to really hone in on myself. And then a couple of hours I experienced, like my laptop not working. And then, uh, yeah, just things like that. Yeah. Where it's like you're in a tight space with the family, so you, yeah, yeah. So a Nigerian household, everyone in there. Listen, yeah, but, but there were good sides of it though. I feel listen. like there was a, definitely a level of like togetherness that that came with, like just little things. Like let's say one person was going shop, and this was like when lockdown was peak, when like 700 people were dying a day or something like that. Right. Yeah, it was, and it was it was yeah, semi-apocalyptic. Like them kind of vibes, yeah. The rapture is coming. It was in it, in it. it so one person would be like, hey, I'm going short. Was... Does anyone need anything? <laughs> yeah, <it's everyone's laughs> like, yeah, give me a rap in there. You, 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 you gather the food, food stuffs for your family and that. So that was the kind of togetherness part of it that we enjoyed, man. And that really brought us together, man, which is sick. Nah, you're right, man. Nah, that's good. Nah, definitely. I, I picked up some, some good habits, 100%, man. Um, definitely running was one thing I picked up, which was, which was fun. No, I, lo I, I love doing that. But I guess for myself, like, during this period, it's, it's been interesting, actually. Um, obviously, initially, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm very used to just kind of just have, like, a bit of a, a bit of a hectic, not going to lie, a bit of a hectic <laughs> sort of uh, um, agenda for the week. So it was kind of, I kind of had to just get used to doing kind of nothing and just kind of just being in, you know, in isolation, literally. Um, but, as Dip said, and he he summarized it very well. It's just like, you know, in that in that space, I was able to like 
you know, build habits. I've, I'll start to pray more. I'll start running, etc. You know, from a producer point of view, I, I start to go back to basics like theory, as MG said, like start going back to my, my, my jazz book that I have. Started learning my, started learn pretty much most of my scales. Um, you know, circle of fifths, just went back to all of that. Bruh. And literally, I've only just been listening to jazz the whole mm. time. Like, I've only been listening to jazz, bruv. Like, I haven't really been listening to like releases like in depth. I know a lot of people have kind of released some music during this period, but I haven't really been Same. listening to, to, to much sort of like current music, as it were, that's coming out from even people in our scene, I'm not going to lie. Mm. I've just kind of gone back to basics. I've, I've kind of just started, I've gone back to my instrument and st studied it more. Um, and it's been fun, man. And, and as uh, Lowe said as well, you know, I've, I've been sort of drafted into some scoring opportunities as well, which has been uh, amazing, so man. And it's, it's definitely challenged me. Um, it's pushed me a hundred percent. Like, you know, with, I feel like with, with scoring, you know, you're almost, you can't hide behind the beat, like the drums and that. It's like, you're naked almost, you, you know, people hear the, the music, etc. Um, and the composition. So it's been a very, very interesting time, man. Like definitely I've learned like it's important to just really look after yourself mentally as well. So I've, I've you know, I've, I've started to build a rhythm where I'm really making sure that I'm looking after myself mentally and checking in on people as well. Cause like, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of of of, of death to be honest, man. Yeah, man. You know what I mean, and sometimes periods like this just make you you know just remind you that like hundred percent. But um, you know, do doing what we can, man. But um, so yeah, this kind of segues into into the next sort of uh area of the discussion. So obviously, like this whole period has just kind of like highlighted like the stark reality of you know being a musician or in our case producers. Like it's flipping hard, fam. Like to have that stability you know financially as it were it's extremely difficult do you know what i mean there's so many people who were who literally there's so many people that do this full time right so imagine they haven't been able to do shows they can't do you know paid appearances oh, the only thing that they can rely on is pretty much streaming and oh, we know that streaming is pennies it doesn't mm -hmm. pay it doesn't pay anything mm -hmm. bruv mm -hmm. pays pennies cuz so like you know i've been thinking like rah how you know, I feel like this this period has made me think, how do I move more smart? How can I, um, you know, ensure that what I'm doing, I can actually um, get some value out of it, right? And that, that, that at the end of the day is peas, isn't it? Let's be real. So mm. I kind of want us to all think about like, as producers, how do we, moving forward, what do you think, how do we diversify? How do we, what other opportunities can we look at, do you feel, as producers mm. that we can you know, by God's grace, make this something that we can do as our main thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so what, what's people's thoughts around that, man? Um, off the bat, I'm going to say sync. Straight away, sync licensing. So, um, mm. I mean, you mentioned mm. uh, scoring. Mm. Um, that's, I mean, that's good. That's definitely something that's quite lucrative. Yeah. Um, especially if, if you have to connect in that. But um, even like making music for like advertising, brand campaigns, um, online, mm. uh, TV, just different brands and stuff. That can be uh, like a, a decent way of making money, um, especially if you kind of land something on TV and you're getting you're getting the royalties from mm. that. That's definitely quite quite lucrative. 
Yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree, man. Yeah, I guess I always find that, like, in our scene, some of us don't yeah. know yeah, where yeah. to start. I think a lot a lot of people don't know where to start. Like, yeah. where do we look for those kind of opportunities? I fully agree with yeah, you. Yeah, man. So, you're right. I think a lot of people... A lot of people might actually know that sync is a way to to make, you know, decent returns on your your art, as it were. But it's like, where do you start? Yeah. Like, where are the connections? Who do we speak to? Yeah, that's a difficult yeah. thing. Um, it's quite a, it's quite a closed off kind of industry, I think, because there's a lot of there's a few like mm. companies that kind of like music supervision companies that kind of they talk to composers and have like rosters of composers. And you know who they they reach out to when they want I don't know bespoke music in in TV shows right. or brand campaigns or whatever. And I think all, all of these companies they know each other and there's like a I don't know it's it's kind of, it's definitely hard to kind of break into that and kind of you know what I mean network and old boys club it feels like do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely something I'm I'm trying to explore and still trying to um, kind of get my two feet properly in there do you know what i mean i've had a few opportunities here and there but definitely something i want to do more and i think producers in general and musicians as well should just everyone should be trying to get their hands on that as well yeah yeah. but then i guess like i don't know like what you man feel in terms of production like are are you guys trying to take it to that level in a sense where you can make it something that can actually really you know sort of bring in sort of financials not necessarily like full financial stability from that one thing but are you purposely trying to push to make this something that can actually you know you can you can basically eat from you get me so like yeah you know some people might not be as motivated to to push to to find yeah, these kind of yeah, opportunities yeah. for example um is that is, yeah so what, what's your kind of stance on that is that yeah man that, uh, for me yeah I, I feel like did you think about that when yeah you were i think that that would yeah. be good like if if i don't know i think it would be smart for me to cause I don't want to have to rely on um, mm. streaming for money that yeah. is a road to depression bro right <laughs> no <laughs> honestly Trust especially and, and especially in, <laughs> in these kind of times where mm. uh, we're not doing shows you know what I'm saying DJ gigs aren't really about and that like right if if um, right. I can pattern or you know what I'm saying if, if I can pattern like a whole income just of sync and that kind of stuff for me that's that's a win that's a win-win yeah. do you know what i'm saying so yeah in, in my in my right. like from my perspective i'm definitely trying to trying to push to get some income on that side for sure i can tell you now it's possible because i know people that are composers and and stuff and they're yeah, yeah being paid yeah, very handsome yeah. trust me like they're like they've bought like <laughs> wow. their third house type of money like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's possible. So I think it's it's good, Louis, that you're thinking like that as well, man, and trying to, you know, 100%, man. pursue that as well. MG, my brother, what's your what's your what's your kind of um thoughts on like how we as producers, man, can you know, stuff stuff we enjoy, but ultimately, you know, we want to make sure that we can actually eat from it as well, you know. That's the that's the added bonus to so, like what's your one hundred percent, man. Because I mean, in the beginning, I only did it for fun. I only did it just to pass time. I, w- I was never really a person that liked to go out and play and stuff like that. I would rather tinker on a PC mm. and, you know, create weird mm. and random sounds and stuff like that. And that was my enjoyment. You know, it was only 
just some years ago what, from like 2016 and that when I decided, you know what, I really want to do this full time type of thing. Um, and I decided right. to go to go, you know, gung ho and all out one one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Um, I would enjoy, I would enjoy, you know, some finance out of it. <laughs> I remember there was even like one time I was looking at um, um, royalties. My my royalties so far from Tidal and Spotify. Hey, I, I just <laughs> laughed, man. I just laughed. <laughs> if you don't laugh, you will cry. It's actually it's actually prophetic. It is. It is. <laughs> Trust me, hundred percent. And then it was literally from that I just realized. I can't rely on streaming alone. It got to a stage where like one of my guys who is, um, he's like a, a games developer. He asked me to create intro music mm. for him. Um, and he, he, he gave me a certain amount. And I was like, cool. Just did whatever. And I sent it off to him. Now, where I flopped was because he introduced me to a Japanese guy. And the, and the Japanese guy was working on something. And um, he was doing some like, coding for a game and he said oh you know you know would you be able to like create some sprites and stuff like that with some simps me the fear i backed up is it oh. I, I backed up and listen then, those japanese dons blow and, you know and I, I look at the game Bro. i look at the game on the psn network i see people playing it on youtube oh. like oh my like big God. big big people like red oh. brad and i'm just there looking and i'm thinking that's MG, you flopped. Yeah. You know, that that's fair. That's fair uh, doing it again. So it so it got to the stage where I had to say to myself, yo, you know, you 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 really, 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 really cannot be getting con subconsciously intimidated by people and stuff mm. like that. Mm. You know, if this is something that you're saying that you're goddamn confident about, you gotta go for it, man. That's it. You know, what one hundred percent there there's so many means of income. Just like, just like um, Lolo was saying, like me as well. I spin as well. I DJ as well. I DJ on the side, but with the whole Rona thing, that's dead out. Oh yeah, you Real. Can, you can do that as well. I forgot. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Um, off the back of what you just said, MG, about the confidence thing. Listen, like, basically, I'm working on a, I'm working on a doc- documentary at the moment. I'm doing a score for Channel 14 coming out at some point this year. We thank God. We thank it's only God. It's only God, honestly. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's only God. But let me tell you something though. I completely understand what you're saying about that fear thing. Um, because I remember when uh my boy he hit me up and he was just like, Bro, would you be open to doing this channel four thing? Like, like honestly, <sighs> I was just like, Yeah. I just said yes. I just said yes. But in my mind, I was thinking, fam, do I even have the result? Yeah. Do I even have the right <laughs> sounds for this? Do I even have the result? Bruv, like, like my sounds are dead. Mm. Like, duh, 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 duh. But bro, like, let me tell you something, yeah? Like, not to take this, you know, to the spiritual side. But fam, when you when you just believe yeah. in your gift, bro, mm. like, God will just, he will just make somehow, it make it work. somehow, some way, it just happens, bro. So like, yeah, it just makes it work. And I look back and I'm just like, bruh. Like, when I listen to what I've done, you know, with um the stuff they sent me, I'm just like, I've done this on my little tiny ass laptop. Sick. That is 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 very very slow, and using very generic sounds. But mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. it anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? And you you got nothing to lose, man. You just you just got to do it. And I feel like it's the only way you can really you can only you know it's the only way to really excel. You just got to be 
I feel like where the magic happens is when you're uncomfortable. Yes. Mm, That's yes. where the magic that happens pressure. in the uncomfortable zone. Mm. Get me? So you need. So the next time something like that comes along, bro, and you just know, you're thinking in my head, fam. fam just say yes like and worry about bro, it later. Just, bro. Just, yeah. I love That's God. True. Just say yes. <laughs> Trust me. That's so true, man. Just say yes and yeah. figure it out from there, bro. Because I think what, what it's mad. It's but I'm sure some. Do, yeah. Sorry, what was easy to do? analyze first that's just like it's so detrimental yes. to the thing like and to our mentality like analyze first and i've done it before many times where it's like there's something on your plate you're thinking hmm what's it gonna be like what are people gonna think yeah Is it gonna be worth it am i good enough mm. da, 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 da. but it's like jump in analyze later man analyze later um, mm-hmm. and it's like Mm-hmm. You learn the, from the, the lessons after the actions, man. So yeah, man. Sometimes you shoot first, ask later, man. Exactly. Oh, especially because because some of these guys, some of these uh, yeah, guys that are like in the film industry or like the sync industry, they really fuck with us because right. we're what our sound and what Bro. we do is authentic. Do you know what I'm saying? All That's of right. our experience. Do you know what I'm saying? We're, we're trendsetters, we, man. We're about it. Bro. Nothing is is fake about what we do. We're not trying to copy nobody's signs and all of that stuff. Everything exactly. it comes natural to us, and you know what I'm saying. We've been blessed with these gifts, so we got to use it. If they recognize it, it then do you know what I'm saying. Who are we to to question ourselves? You get me? That's so true, man. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. It's important just to to believe in yourself. But yeah, um, Yo. dips. I I saw you drop out a bit earlier, but um, I don't know if you missed the the, the question. But basically, we're just talking about like. Obviously, you know how you know this time has um, it's kind of just highlighted the fact that like basically things like streaming and, and stuff we can't rely on, you know, either as producers or artists, uh, singers, songwriters, or whatever. So obviously, in your case, it's a bit different where you know you've just entered like I guess the production yep. space and that. Um, so we were just kind of just um, thinking about like thinking forward and thinking how can we, you know, the world's kind of changed, I guess, yeah. from this stuff and you know we've got to think about how can we if, especially if we're really trying to make this our thing and like something that will be able to like pay our mortgages one day kind of thing like what can we do now what what, what can we what skills can we acquire mm. in our, as producers what opportunities should we should we line ourselves up with to um, get out there and excel to make the bag really like what's what's yeah exactly um, what's your, what's your I think it's just that, like, like what about do you think, what do you think versatile yeah. and creative about the different opportunities mm that could arise uh so i heard you discuss about sync and i feel like there's so many different avenues yeah. and ways that music is used um mm. that you can get placements uh, right. for example you've mentioned the documentary Lois mentioned advertising there's places like for example youtube um so many brands that are looking for producers um so i feel like it's about being versatile in that sense i still have a lot of learning to do in terms of like looking up how to monetize and of course of course to be honest, even get better as a producer in order to Same. bring value to the market but um yeah man I'm, I'm i'm open to it man i'm open to studying and seeing what other opportunities are available i think it's just about being open and being creative about things man like for me yeah man like that's for a very me, good point actually yeah like, i've seen a lot of people kind of indirectly get in better places in their career because they've improved in, on their brand awareness so bringing out 
sort of uh, freestyles or things that are out or current in the moment. Moment, for example, a project like Lucy's, where we're bringing people from the community from the scene together, a project mm. where it's like we're coming together. It's like that kind of helps everyone to get their name out there in an, in one way or another. So doing things like that consistently, having creative yeah. ideas like that consistently, can help bring the uh, brand awareness out and really gravitate people towards you and who we are and things like that so yeah it's a, it's a, it's a difficult one it's a difficult one definitely but what i'm open to is like education and looking at so many different ways as to to getting the money man because like you said the streaming thing yeah it's not the one right now bro it's not the one right now do you know what's interesting though like um i tend to find that a lot of um people in our scene you know we're you know, most of us are doing yeah. currently music on the side, as it were. We've got our, you know, our, our kind of day job or whatever, and, you know, we've got to do what we need to do, right? Um, but I think what people in our scene need to start doing is really understanding the business side of music, really understanding how do you monetize your music, understanding, you know, the various uh, platforms such as PRS, register for that, PPL, etc. You know, making sure, following up things. If you, I don't know, if you heard your song played somewhere, follow that up. Like, that's money, bro. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And we're, we're forgetting that Like, sometimes. if you perform somewhere, so, so it's really, really register the venue, bro, what you perform, listen, the piece from that PRS, world, you, know? you get paid for that. Every time. Yeah. Listen, do you know what's mad, Jeff? Off the back of that tips. Mm. One of my boys, um, Triple O, shout out to Triple oh, O, dope, yeah. rapper, sick. Um, fam, basically, he told me a story. He performed live somewhere. It was just like a calm, small live event, yeah? Mm-hmm. Fam, PRS, the check was like, basically man could buy a new Mac. Mm-hmm. Right. Just from that one performance? The kind of check. Apparently. Yeah, man. Swear. That's my... Bruv, like, Register your shoes. Don't lose out on this money. And he's bro. like, I'm going to perform every day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's mad. Yeah. Bruv, I'm telling you, Obviously, that, that, that's probably like a very unique example. But the point is, is that, fam, like, keep on top of this yeah, stuff. trust me. It's very, very sad. Also, Bandcamp is another way, you know. Very, oh, very yes. The thing is, yeah, merch Bruv. is back. Like, yeah. let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Merch is back. Yeah. Like, yeah. posters. Agreed. Like, this is what I'm saying, right? About being yeah. creative, fam. Sell a toothbrush, fam. <laughs> Do something, cuz. <laughs> You get me? Look at what you have in your house and look at your lifestyle. You know how Rick Ross will be talking like that? Incorporate into your lifestyle. That's how you can sell. That's how you can do your That's not live, bruv. It's like, so it's not, you're not faking it. Obviously, something's getting exploited because you're making money, innit? But you're not faking the funk to get peas. Do something that is you. The toothbrush is rattling me. It's if you're someone who's got a brass mouth that, the first thing that, you, that you pride yourself on brushing your teeth twice a day, show people how it's done, fam. I said, pimp my brush. I heard you like music and I heard you like brushing your teeth. So you know what I did? I installed a speaker. In your toothbrush. I put some... Oh, God. So it's like... Yeah, that man. That is awful. That's so funny. No, no, no. Oh, I agree. Goodness. I mean... Do something. Like... Yeah, yeah I mean... Sorry, a, yeah. so true. I was going to say, like... No, go P- people, a lot of, um, there's a big like consciousness that gets pushed out on social media that gets 
pushed out sometimes good, sometimes bad, sometimes good wisdom, sometimes fake wisdom. But at the same time, it's some sort of agenda, some sort of a idea or notion that gets pushed out in little idioms, little phrases. People are putting that on yes. t-shirts. It's not yes. the t-shirt you're buying. It's the idea mm. behind the it's text. It's the idea and the... the exactly. exactly. So that's a you're way right. that you can monetize mm. your stuff and sell, it, sell your stuff. I haven't done it personally, but by God's grace, we'll definitely, definitely be getting into yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's a really good idea. Because, like, for example, if there was like a single and there was like a certain phrase that people just liked yeah. in it, um, Sam, like, you, you don't even need to get too, yeah, I mean, you don't need to get too like technical with the design. Yeah. Just put it on like a decent quality t shirt and that. Fam, you can mm-hmm. yeah. sell out calmly. Yeah. No, you're right, you're right. Okay, so this, this is good actually. This segues me into another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, so obviously, like, you know, I feel like. Okay, so for, for artists, right, branding is quite key in it because they're obviously... Okay, when I say artists, I mean singers and, and, and songwriters and, and rappers and that. People that are, you know, in, mm. in the camera, in your face, you can see them. The branding is very, very important, especially nowadays where visuals are... You, basically, if you ain't got visuals... Like, You're selling like, it, yeah. It's irrelevant. You get me? So... Not irrelevant. You get me? Yeah. So do you feel like... Mm-hmm. Do you feel, I, know, I know what you mean, I know what you mean, but do you feel like producers... It's time for us to kind of, I don't know, if, do you feel like it's time for us to also have a bit of more visual presence, like for people to kind of put a face to the name and build a brand around who we are as producers? What's your thoughts on that? Bro? Yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. Bro, that's my mm. floor. That's my floor. That's my floor. I can bring out, I can bring out a very good piece, whether it be a beat tape or whether it be like, for example, Odyssey or Creatively Human. And stuff like that. And then people will come to me and say, oh man, this stream's dope. And I'll be like, thank you. And then everyone has, everyone has said, where's the visuals though? I haven't dropped a visual since 2011. And okay. that visual that I did, when I look at it now, it's so cringe because it was so forced. It wasn't, it wasn't um, 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 right. fluent. It wasn't, um, it wasn't natural. That's the word I'm looking for. And then it was weird because then there was a particular song that I was writing the other day and I needed inspiration. So I was listening to Flying Lotus's um, Never Catch Me with Kendrick. Aww. And then when I just watched the video, I said, you know what? Mental. I'm going to start doing, I'm going to start doing random videos for all of my instrumentals from now on. Straight. Mm-hmm. Literally. You know, because I, I, I think, again, this is where the fear kicks in because I'm always like, oh, I don't know. But then, the maddest thing is that you don't know who the hell's listening to your stuff. You don't know. You don't know who's listening yeah, to your me. stuff or who stumbles across it. Yeah, you know the YouTube yeah, yeah, shuffle or it. the Spotify or the algorithms, shuffle. bro. You know what I'm saying? So you never know, man. You never know. Listen, you never know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Randomly, randomly, someone hollered at me. You know, one of my homegirls hollered at me and said, "Oh, rah, I saw like a video um of like one of my bedrooms and that they they live in Florida." And they were playing your music in, in their car. I said, you're lying. She sent me the what? video. And they're just like randomly cruising on one of those <laughs> American motorways. And then I can hear one of my beats playing in the background. Man, bro, right I was, I was so happy, man. I was like, oh, so people yeah. do dig and stuff like that. So what that stuff is always motivating. But yeah, to go back to the point, 100% visuals. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's now how people absorb um, the music a lot more now, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, it's yeah. it's visuals plus 
mu- music and yeah. kind of people want to know who you are. People are just nosy nowadays, but you know, you can still have control of that. But I guess at the same time, you can't avoid the fact that like, that's just how people are consuming. Yeah. 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 Consuming things now. Yeah. So. I mean, it goes back to what you were saying about yeah. brand awareness, man. Yeah. No, no. Le- yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, when you look at guys think? like Flying Lotus and some of these like electronic producers, Lapalox, these guys are crazy with the videos. The visuals are yeah. insane. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're wild. Wild, bro. You know what I'm saying? They're making like mini movies, like to their tunes. And I feel like when I make my Trust tunes, me. or when I'm making beats on instrumentals or whatever, I kind of like mm. visualize things and scenes. And I build like, yeah. I build the scene Sick. with, mm-hmm. with whatever I'm sampling or, Literally or the sound. Exactly. Scenes. Cinematic yeah. stuff. So why not kind of introduce that? Why can't I do that on screen? Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's dope, man. So, um, I think, I think, I think those examples you said, like Fly Lotus, people like that, we can see, like, it work, it's worked for them very well. No, it has, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, it's almost like, a, I feel like what's sick as well is that, that that's another bit of, um, they've, they've even proven that they can kind of score already. Yes. So, like, you know, they've called two, two birds with yeah, one stone yeah, yeah, and said, yeah. it's like, right, so you created visuals to your yeah. beat. So, that means you should, you'll be able to, say, for film producer sees, the thing they're like rah yeah so i could you can come and work with me on on my team yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah that's a very that's a very good i didn't think yeah that, that's it i mean no, producers good. we're, good, we're good, composers good. pretty much yeah. bro we are like let's not let's not you yeah, know man. Saying, get too techie about you know what i'm saying afraid to use that term we're composers bro so i think yeah uh, like yeah music and visuals they go hand in hand a lot of the time man and we're in a very visual culture 100%. now do you know what i'm saying we have access to things like netflix exactly. and youtube and Everybody wants to consume visuals with their music. Do you get me? Spotify out—they're bringing what yeah. videos soon and that as well. So listen, I think I think it's, I think it's key. Swear down. Yeah, I swear they said there was podcasts and all of that stuff. I swear. I didn't even know. Yeah. You know. So nah. what do you what do you okay. guys think of like? Not nah, interesting. Interesting. Pro, um, produce merit wearing more than one hat these days. So like using what they have. Yeah. Um, and so they have a main trade, let's say it's producing. They'll record their own videos and constantly get their work out there. Uh, what do you think of that? For the sake of consistently getting stuff out. So it might not be at a level that, um, you know, in terms of high quality or production, post mm. uh, editing, basically, post-production, um, but at the same time, you know, they're using what they have, like an iPhone and making, I don't know, TikTok videos or chopping up anime or doing loads of different things yeah. to kind there's of get, ways. Yeah. There's ways to make it wavy, man. Bro. hundred. Yeah. I respect it. I'm not going to lie. I respect it because as, as Lewis said, there's bare ways to like, you know, create sick visuals. They bet, there's bare apps. You can do the maddest things. Like I've been seeing bare videos that people are using like effects and that, like, making them like super sane in videos and yeah. stuff like that. Using their phones, bro. Like you can do all these effects. So I honestly, I respect, I respect it, man. It's just, it's just using your initiative and being resourceful. Definitely. Definitely. Like, you know, so I, I completely respect that. And, and what's good about that is that like, it just shows that they're not afraid to kind of just put something out there. Like it doesn't have to be perfect, mm. man. Just get it out there. Get 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 that feedback, and of course, if people come back and say, "Wow, well, like you know, maybe you should try this and improve that," well, now you know, innit? And then next round, next time you do it, you can improve. So, I think it's thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
China. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. So like, I don't, I don't. I honestly like, I look up to people that try to do that. No, sorry, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go on, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. No, go on, bro. Oh, sorry, man. My bad. No, what I was gonna say is all of that <laughs> stuff where the people find time to do it themselves. I'm 100 about it, about it, man. You know, I remember like back in the days, like the whole really? MySpace era, and everyone had them sick pages. And I was like, how the hell is everyone doing this oh, stuff? Yeah. I remember I was hollering at some random people and they were just chatting some some donkey BS. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Pay me and I'll let you know. Then I remember I hollered at JME. And JME said, oh, that's <laughs> HTML, bro. Photoshop. And I was like, right, I know Photoshop. What? So, so that I was able to do that. I was able to do that to do that stuff myself. And then that's how I got into creating my own artwork. And then, yeah. got, and then, and then make and then from making my own beats. I've now learned how to mix and yep. now I'm figuring out mastering Jeez. and different plugins and stuff like that. Yep. Do you understand? And it's like, now I'm, I make my own promo trailers for um, a new project that yep. I'm coming out with. So there's like various effects on Adobe Premiere that I'm very content yeah. with. So, bro, I'm telling yeah, you, man, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, telling you, all, it, all it takes is time. Of sufficiency. 100%. All it takes is time. And then once you've mastered it, you'll be, you will become such a destructive creative force where people be hollering at you no more will you be going to all these middlemen oh yeah i need a visual mm. i need this and i need that nah they'll be coming yeah, to you yeah, they'll yeah, be coming yeah, to you yeah, yeah, which yeah. is sick i feel like uh, yeah like i need to go on sorry dips come no i was just gonna say like off the back of what um matt was saying that yeah man i feel like yeah i, I kind of need to also do that in a sense where i can I want to be, I want to also, you know, last resort, be like self-reliant. So I don't necessarily, if, if everyone said to me, no, I can't mix your thing. No, I can't master your thing. It's like, well, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, so I think it's, that's kind of reminding me, like, I also need to upskill in, in that area. So, no, I appreciate that. That thought. Yeah, I think I producers, we're, we're used to putting yes. on bare caps anyway. Yeah. Do you get me? We're, the, we're engineers, yeah, we're beat makers, totally. we're producers, sometimes we're songwriters. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, what, get me, artwork as well. A lot yeah. of us started, what, making beats on SoundCloud and that. The artwork, just slap a little thing together. We're used to mm. that, you know what I mean? So, slap yeah, a little something, something together. The cool yeah, shapes man, what's and, one that more and colors cap? and that. Yeah. I feel like um, it's also exciting That's it. Um, to explore a new chamber of yourself or a new way of expression anyway like a new medium trust that you're tapping into Mm. so let's say you're doing a promo video you can do anything you want you can record anything you want you can go on top of your roof if you want film yourself doing whatever if you have a ramp or something or a skateboard you can skate down you can do I'm just any random idea fam you can promo mm-hmm. your, making jollof rice you can do what you want to do and it's like because we're in a more <laughs> like transparent and down to earth kind of social dynamic right now yeah it's easy to connect to people with things like that or with more like everyday things so building that relationship with your people, your supporters, your audience is is definitely better for yeah. like the long term and just getting things out there and promoting yourself and things like that, man. So it's sick. Definitely, definitely. And I think um 
also like I think it's it's good um to see I feel like for me I initially was a a beat maker almost like I was just making beats in it I wasn't really like I wasn't expecting anyone to jump on it it was just kind of like it was just like you know let me just whatever in it and make some beats and release a beat tape but I feel like now where I've collaborated also the, the collaboration part as well is, is also great as well with, in terms of opening yourself up to opportunities to be honest um I'm, you know, and it's and it's actually forced me to be more, yeah, to tap into these, as you said, these various boxes and and chambers of like skills and that. So, for example, on my project, like I did a bit of songwriting, for example. But that's only that that's only that's only happened because I was able to work alongside people that pushed me to do that. In you know, in collaborating with them, it allowed me to be like, oh, actually, maybe I can do this. Yeah, you know. So working with other people can also open you up to to trying new things as well, you know, because, you know, in your mind, you'd be like, ah, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to do that. But then someone would be like, actually, no, let's, let's try it in the studio. You just, next thing you know, you're on the mic. Like, what? So, yeah, man. This is good. This is good. This is good. Okay, great, great, great. So, um, a bit more lighthearted. <laughs> what are people listening to, man? Um, You know, in terms of, is, has it, have any... Sort of, have you had any production that you think, rah, this has caught my ear, I'm inspired? Uh, anyone new that you want to share with us in the um, forum? Boy, do you know what? Um, I went, uh, I've been digging through the crates now, man. So, my pops, okay, he owns, he owns like bare vinyls and stuff like that. So, before oh, one cool. of my sisters kidnapped a few of them. I went and kidnapped the whole crate, <laughs> and, and then um, and, and then, just going in, it just it, it just it really 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 just brought me back, you know, um, KC and the Sunshine Band, Richard Dimplefields, Paul Hardcastle, um, some random Nigerian artists there. I'll I'll get the name in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, Practically every single Michael Jackson vinyls there. Um, yeah. Roy Ayers, Roy Ayers, Bear Roy, Roy Ayers. Yes. And so I just been I just been zoning out to that. Well, especially Paul Hardcastle. I'm a very big Paul Hardcastle fan. So yeah, you know he's he's a very dope contemporary jazz musician, a very dope instrumentalist. Yeah. Um, Paradise Cove is just such an amazing song. Um, but yeah, so for me. For me, um, that's that's the type of music that I'm listening to. Um, the internet, I'm always listening to the internet. I feel like mm. minus um, excluding Sid for the time being, the band are just amazing. <laughs> Why excluding Why Sid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, Sid's dope. No, Sid, I, I don't I mean as musicians. Me just like just listening to the instruments, <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it sits hard. It sits hard. That's the, <laughs> no. Dang. Oh, oh my! Oh my! Oh my gosh! Call, call a nigga out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but um, other than that, a lot of um tiny desk concerts. I only stumbled across tiny, tiny, tiny Tyler the Creator's one. Oh my days! It was oh cold. yeah, his one's hard. Yeah, cold. cold. He was yeah. on the synth, and then he had the Don on the court. Um, the Rhodes, the drummer. Mm. The, the the two things were hard. Oh, I said, if I do a live show, that's how I'm doing my live show. Literally. Nice and intimate, you don't even need, you know, such noise. Oh. Just just like that. Subtle. My favorite Tiny Desk, Freddie mm. Gibbs, man. Freddie Madly, Gibbs, your Madly, bro. 
Oh, please. I haven't listened to that one. Freddie Gibbs. I watched that the other day. With Madlib, innit? The band. Listen. Jazz. Jazz. Gangster rap on jazz. Nah. It's crazy. What what other um dips? Any any production and that that you've you've obviously you know in your journey that you've heard and you're like rah. Let me oh, that's a let good me dash that in there. Huh? Recently, uh, anyways. More songwriters really uh, that that are coming to mind now. Madlib, Madlib is the, okay, is the cool. greatest for me. That's fine. It's him and Kanye. Um, I've been listening to a lot of James yeah. Fauntleroy. I just love his writing. He's just gone. Okay, gone, gone, gone. Tuame. Um, yeah, so he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. Hip-hop, sample based, ah, sick yeah. drums, sick swing. Dilla influenced as well, but Tuame, like, he's hard. He He's one of the guys that really brought yeah, the loop back way, yeah. in the, the like, post-15, 16, 17, 18, like, up until 2020 kind of time. He really brought the loop back where it's like, yo, his beats are so hypnotizing. Like, I mean, it's just a straight loop. It's because of the mm. drums. It's because of the sounds that he uses. So to support him and cop some sounds. Oh yeah, that thing we were talking about about um, monetizing producers, monetizing, selling sounds, man. Selling sound sounds, packs, bro. yeah. Selling sound packs, man. Go outside and clap. Oh yeah, yeah. Go outside yeah. And clap. good shout. Yeah. And sell it. Very good shout. Yeah, man. That's yeah, a no, very that's yeah, good due to due to support some producers. Didn't even think about that. Due to support support some producers and buy their sound packs, man. Because good idea, good calm, idea, man. Ten twenty pound a pot. You get what you need. It's easy to buy. It's easy to sell. In my opinion, if you package it, if you package it well and they're high quality 100%. files. In my opinion, I think that's cool. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, this is it. That's very that's a good. That's man. a good. That's a good. That's a good thing to um uh to also consider. Sick. I like that, man. Um, personally, I've been I've been listening to this guy called um, Halen Ellis. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. don't know. He's, he's, he's from the US, but I don't know where about. But he he's wavy. Like he's he's got this project with Lupe Fiasco, bro. And um, I think apparently Virgin Abloh as well, the, that designer guy. But I don't know. I don't really. I don't know what if he's like actually on a project or. I heard that. I didn't know what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I was there. like, what's what? Like, we wasn't doing it. We wasn't doing anything. I didn't hear him or. I don't know. I didn't understand that. But, anyways, obviously, you hear Lupe and then you also hear um, Kaylin, Kaylin Ellis's production. And his production is so sick, bruv. Like, he's got this very wide, spaced out kind of sound, but it knocks. Like, he's got the, he's got the swing in his own way. It's very minimal soundscapes. It's not overly, the elements are not overly overbearing. It's like things enter here and there. Mm. He cues things very nicely. I love his entries mm. and stuff with his instruments. He plays, dr- he plays drums sick. So I think he's, he's, he, he was probably like a, a drummer from young. And then he picked up keys and production on the way. But he's hard, man. So um, forgot the name of the project, but I'll, I'll share it with you yeah. after it. Yeah, he's hard. No, nah, man, it's funny you say that because I think over the years as well, the, the more and more and more I create, I've learned to be a minimalist. It's like, it's one of those things where I'll make a beat, someone will listen to it and someone will say, oh yeah, man, it will sound good if you put do 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 in. And no, it wouldn't because that's not the route or the route that I'm trying to hit at. Sometimes, you know, the minimalist will always win. Sometimes the minimalist wins. And then when you just have everything just perfectly panned in the correct locations for the year to for the ear and the brain to absorb mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. 
No, you're right, man. And I feel like for me, I've I've also started to le- uh, learn that as well. Initially, as I said, like where I was more of a beat maker, but now because I'm conscious that I'm working with mm. vo- more vocalists nowadays and also live instrumentalists as well. Like the beat in itself isn't, sometimes there's not really much going on, but then when I add in the other elements, you know, there's room to add those other elements that they sit in really nicely. Yeah. So yeah, man, no, that's dope. Bro, Lowy, what about you? What's a uh, production? What I'm feeling. That you think, yes, come on. Um, You know what? Yeah, man, just like in terms, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like in terms of like people you've heard recently or that you're thinking, right, oh, I like those, I could, I could, you know, I'm influenced by those elements or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so there's this producer yeah. called Geode, yeah? He, he, he runs this label called, mm-hmm. called Marauders and he's really sick. Them lot are like, they proper got this whole, this whole particular sound just on lock, man. They like mix kind of the, the UK garage, right. but it's really dark. And they mix it perfectly with like soul and jazz. Do you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of um, like Rhodes chords and just, you get me, saxophone solos and yeah, but it's still lo- very bassy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Are they UK? They're, yeah, the UK. Sick. The UK. I think he's mm. from, I think he's from South as well, Geo. Jeez. Yeah, but these men are wavy. But they're just, their stuff is not on streaming. Up. It's all on Bandcamp and through their label and through their website. But definitely them lot are very, very, very sick, man. Mm. Hard, hard, hard. So like, that's sick. But listen, to- now nah, check them yeah, out no, as well. Please actually. do. I'm always please inspired do, to that. Do. Also, I've listened to like some of the, the jazz stuff that's coming oh. out of the UK at the minute. So like Moses Boyd, mm. and even like Coco Rocco, man. I love them so much, bro. Yes. <laughs> yes, Coco Rocco for days. Love it, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, Coco Rocco are, are cold. Yeah, yeah, man. Sick, man. Um, and then also, um. What what are people what's what's the releases this year? Has anyone got anything coming out this year? Just to let Jeez. our listeners know, like what to watch out for. <laughs> oh, releases and yeah. Yeah. release. Yeah, wrap up. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> well, you what you start start off. Oh, okay, it's okay. Well, set the pace. Set the pace, my guy. <laughs> wow. <you know. laughs> yeah. yeah. No. So um, there's absolutely. <laughs> There's absolutely something Jeez. coming out this year, 100. Um, percent We are in the uh, we're in the latter stages of <laughs> we're in the latter stages of um, of mixing. Uh, we're about to get into mastering at the end of this month, which is good. Um, yeah, man, everyone's fam. Yeah, it's been a long it's been a long time coming still. So yeah, yeah man, it's coming out. I'm I'm gonna shoot for November. It's my birthday month. It's a good it's a good uh, month to release it, I guess. Nice. So yeah, man, we're pretty much set on um, what's it called? Artwork and all that kind of stuff, and marketing, and I've got to tighten that up a little bit. But I think I'm I'm really really happy with what is going to come out. Um, there's going to be some visuals that will be released, but it's it's going to be after. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. just because obviously given current situation and that, that's it. That's techie still. So we're not trying to do anything too reckless, cause but fam. There's, there's things coming. I've there's a few things that have come out that I've produced this year. So Bweddy's had a song ah, come sick, out called sick, Walk. Sick. I played keys on that, uh, which is great. That was fun. There's another single that's coming out this year with a, a vocalist called Natalie Stafford. Mm. Um, her voice is amazing, yeah. bro. Like, dope, yeah, dope, she's sick. Dope. So yeah, there's yeah, a few dope. bits coming out, man. Who's next? Go, yeah, bro. go. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Who's next? <laughs> 
Uh, let me. Uh, let me go. Let me <laughs> I go knew someone next. was gonna do it. Um. So, what was that last? So November just gone. I released uh my so I released Cre- creatively human. So that's the first main project under the layback fort pseudonym. And then um, cool. I'm literally just gonna I'm gonna re-release it mm. probably some sometime this year. I'm gonna re-release it, but literally just the instrumentals. So ex- extended versions of the instrumentals and the B sides, all the instrumentals. I'm just gonna put so it'll, it'll just be an, um, an instrumental piece. And then probably September, um, I'm gonna release the second project under Layback Four, which is um, Odyssey Two. Um, Od- the original Odyssey came out in 2016. Mm. So it's been a while, but yeah, you know, the journey continues in that. So with Odyssey 2, um, I'm aiming for a visual for every single track that's on the project. In the beginning, I was going to literally do like a double side, side A, side B. Both sides have 10 songs, but um, nothing's confirmed yet at the moment. You know, still mixing in progress. And towards the end of the year, I'm going to drop just a random beat tape. Literally about thirty instrumentals. Just, just mm-hmm. cash it out, man. Mm-hmm. And I Yo, man. We, um, we are cooking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cooking, <laughs> cooking, cooking, and the food hot, man. Hot. It's piping. The food's hot it's still. Piping. It's piping hot still. Hey, yeah, so we've added our spices. Oh so we've man. Nice. It off. We've really, it really hot? excited hey. about. <laughs> yeah, man. Now, <laughs> end of the year. By the end of the year, flip's sake. Yeah, yeah. By the end of the year, we'll have something still. Fam, something ready. Pepe's just banging. Yeah. Excited about it as well, man. Real, real, real excited about it, man. Hey. A what? Hey. Uh, you, man, need to do a show, bruv. Listen, post-quarantine show, that first show, for real, with a live after band, this I'll, lockdown business, I will lose yeah, it's gonna my mind, crazy. Bruv. I'm saying it now. I'm saying it now. I'm putting it out there right now. That first show, that Dips and Low show, after this lockdown is going to be incredible. No lies. No lies are being told. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Trust me. Because we've been itching, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've definitely been cooking, bro. And the stuff that we've got. You heard it here first. Itching to get it out, man. <laughs> but yeah, we just have to do it properly. Nah. Me, like you said, marketing, visuals, mixing, mastering. But it's coming together. It's coming together. Yeah. yeah. By the end of the year, there'll yeah. be something. That's it, man. Listen, it takes time to release That's good stuff. Like, man. Good, good. Yeah, because I'm um, excited for that, man. I'm excited for that. Thinking, this is... we, mentioned, we were talking about kind of go on, go on, making go on. money and the monetary stuff earlier. What do you mind think about selling beats? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bare silence. Oh. Bare silence. <laughs> yeah, because me. I, I'm not really. That's, I don't know. It's never, I've never really been a fan of it. <laughs> fan of it for me. I, yeah, just, just selling. I don't know. I don't really work like that a lot of the what, time. A fa- no, what, a fan I of selling. Could, but I don't know. It's. I definitely prefer to get in studio and work. Yeah, like that, nah, than just not for me. Making a hundred beats and just uh, selling them. But a lot of people do, and some people, some producers make a living off that. Do you get me? I was wanted. To, I was wondering what you might think. All right, so real quick, personally, you know um, oh, sorry, oops. Go on, go on. No, go on, go on, go on. No, go on. <laughs> no, go on. Yeah, go on. Um, basically, um, now, personally, I feel like for me to kind of, as you said, you know, 
essentially just print beats and then sell them in the yeah. batch. I feel like it would just take the fun away f- for me. I don't know, in a weird way. Like, mm. I kind of just like the process of like linking up with someone and saying, we are making a record together and we're going to put it out and mm. it's going to be fun. It's going to be sick. And, you know, and also, of course, yeah. the royalty, I'd, I'd prefer royalties personally, like the ongoing yeah, yeah, yeah. residual. Although, we, as we know, it's mm-hmm. never going to be enough. But, I'd prefer mm-hmm. to be in that more that position the one fee and then rather done. than kind of like selling beats and just whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, mm. the one fee. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't quite. MT, was you gonna say something? Okay. Yeah, selling beats. Not 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 me for now. I'll say you never know. Who knows? Yeah, it depends, man. Matt. Sometimes, yeah. You may get like a random person just hollering at you asking for a beat. If that's the case, I'm charging. Sorry. I'm charging. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%, bro. 100%. Definitely def- that, definitely that. But if it's but if it's like one of my brothers, like one of my people, so let's say like any one of you look like, yo, MG, I need a beat. I'm like, yeah, cool. Let's link up. Yeah. And man. get cracking all, you know, we, I, I send the stems in and then you send it back and then we do it like that. You know, if it's, if it's within, you know, like the umbrella of, of the collectives combining stuff like that, one hundred percent. You know, let's get know let's get mean, this yeah. cracking. But I feel like when it's random, nah. But then eventually, you know, everyone we will all reach, mm. you know, higher on higher on the table and stuff like that. Amen, where amen, amen. we unfortunately yeah. can't accept freebies no more. Yeah. And there's quality control as well, especially from ran- random people. You know. I'll definitely trust for sessions though. I definitely, I, I mean, I do that now. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, mate. 100%. Because it's mad. Cause I, was, I, was, I, was, I was listening to a T-Pain oh, interview. Bumped. And then T-Pain was saying that for bare of his features, he didn't charge no one. And then when he asked for the return uh-huh. back, bare man said no. He was saying that Chris Brown and a right. few other, and Lil Wayne and a few other people were the only ones that yeah. didn't charge him. That said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You help me, I help you type of thing. It's mad, bruv. Mad. It's mad, man. I'm definitely charging for sessions though. I mean, I, I'm doing that at the moment. Like, you know. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's time that, electricity. Think... Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, what? That is electricity, cuz. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I touched no. on it. Like, preferably, I definitely like to have sessions and do it that way. And uh, when it comes to random, sometimes it's techie because uh, somebody hits you up for a beat and you check out their music and then it's like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Not definitely. That's an important factor. I don't know. It's just the quality of how I do it. Yeah. If you get me. And and how, I don't know. Yeah, you've got to have some control, man. 100%. How, I don't know how, like, how lucrative is selling beats. Do you know what I'm saying? Unless you're just, like you said, printing beats, bruv, like 100 a day. Do you know what I'm saying? How much? Is it is the piece worth it? Unless you're selling to yeah. people that are signed, you know what I'm saying? Labels and that. consistently. I don't know if it's or consistently, you know I mean? yeah, buying it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's a good point, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you could make you could make hella beats and then no one buys it. Like yeah, that no, that's interesting. Suck, this is this yeah. is it. No, that's that's a good that's a good place to to wrap up. I think. But um, no, guys, listen. Thank you so much for um for contributing to to this episode um yeah man we, we touched upon some some interesting things you get me just this whole madness with you know the rona 
Koro Koro, mm-hmm. as we call it, um, and and stuff, and but also you know how how also this period has kind of like just made us think how can we move moving forward be be a bit smarter as as producers in terms of like just something me, that can essentially you know put food on the table kind of thing. You get me because it's something that we love. It's something that we yeah. want to make a main hustle. Um, you know, shout out to Dips, obviously, man's just started. You get me, our intern. Intern, protege. So we'll be showing man the ropes and that. <laughs> so, you man, thank you so much. Love. Um, and yeah, man, we will end it here. Thank you guys for listening. And um, yes, we look forward to the next episode. Peace.